All right. Yeah, so, so going home is a practice, you know, it, and um, it's funny how we use the word practice, like, you know, like piano practice. I don't know, going home is, you know, what do we mean by practice? You know, it's, it, I guess we mean by, by staying awake, you know, like uh, uh, keeping our minds aware as best we can of the flow of life. And so just there are some really helpful pointers in going home. Um, so one, probably the, the, the strongest one, I would say, is stay connected to your body. It, you know, in whatever way, in whatever way you have access to, it's so helpful. I mean, you know, I almost got in a car accident once going, going, leaving IMS from being on a retreat because I was so open. I didn't really realize it. So you really want to ground in your body. Feel your feet on the ground. Feel your hands on the steering wheel. You know, maybe go get a burger. Sometimes other people need a little meat. You know, I, I don't eat meat myself, but sometimes people say that really helps. You know, and and uh, just to stay connected with the body, stay connected with the breath as best you can. If you can keep it slow later today and this evening, some of us don't have that. Some of us are going into our young, you know, situation with our young children, or you know, maybe going starting a new job. Um, you know that. Um, just see if there's some ways you can just, you know, even have just a few moments um, when you arrive home just to sit and maybe gaze out the window or, or take some time to formally sit. I mean, we'll talk about that more, but just, you know, even, even just for 10 minutes um, can, be, can be useful. Um, the other thing is just you may not realize how sensitive you are. Sometimes that can be a shock. So if you're going into the grocery store, all of a sudden you feel like, whoa, that's a lot of stimulation. Although you might feel, wow, this is just cool. You know, look at all the beautiful people. And you just don't know what your state's going to be. You know, I, I did a week-long loving-kindness practice, and I was in, here, this is my traffic story again, and I was behind someone who was stopped. It was like right after the retreat. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, ah! Why don't they move, you know? And, and, and the person in front of me, I realized they were waiting for someone else to move. So my heart just went like, oh, they weren't even on retreat, you know? <laughs> they were much more patient than I was. So, you know, you just don't know. Uh, you know, you could be curious about your situation, and, and, but just to take care of your bodies, the mind, you know, try not to go into busyness. Cell phone practice, don't worry, we were going to reach on the cell phones. You know, it's really interesting to kind of see, like, do I have to look at it right now? Just give yourself a pause. Like, do I have to? You know, and you might, but you might not. You can hold off on it a little bit. So, so you don't have to jump back into habit. And that's its own practice, you know, because habit will come back in. So it does mean you failed in your practice because it will come back in. The other thing is just to remember that the people around you have not been on retreat. <laughs> they have not been on retreat. So if you want to share your big, beautiful insights that you had, and someone's like, mm, you know, they're sort of, wait a minute, um, we have to feed the cat, you know, or, oh, I have a list for you, or try, try to understand that it, it really, you're slowed down, and so someone else around you may not be. Now, maybe you have the the good fortune of uh, a friend or a partner or somebody who is also a, a practitioner, but they still haven't been on retreat, but they kind of understand post-retreat what that's like. Just in general, you just have a little spaciousness for someone else moving faster, not just physically, but mentally. 
you kind of see, you see, you see a lot more. You know, actually, you know, an interesting practice is when you're on the street and you look around, you see people's faces. You kind of see, talk about suffering. You kind of see what we carry as humans, and that can open the heart with some compassion. So, it's just ways to kind of take care and pay attention that are useful. You know, for some of us, reading some Dharma material is really helpful and accessible. Like, you know, I think of Pema Chodron, who's you know, the way she writes, you can read a little essay in two par- you know, two pages. Really nice, nice way to enter in or find something online. Um, I mean, sitting practice is, is invaluable, you know, if you can find a time that works for you to, uh, to sit, um, you know, in the morning or at night. Just set aside a place. If you live with other people, just let them know this is your time for sitting. You know, you don't have to sit for 45 minutes if that feels too long for you or you know just you know it's better to kind of have a time that you can stay consistent with and you know start off I'm going to do this long sit and then get discouraged um, yeah I'll say one other thing that I find is 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 sort of tried and true for myself is these these uh, uh, times of transition are really helpful to pay attention to like when you're walking up a set of stairs when you're opening a door uh, something that's accessible, you just bring the attention to connection with sensation. And, and, and believe it or not, just even those little things really build up the strength of, of uh, mindful awareness. And the more they're repeated, the more they happen automatic. Like I, my office is on a second floor. You know, when I hit those steps, it's like step, 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 step. The thoughts shift, step, step, steps. It's just, it's just built in. Try brushing my teeth and be mindful, forget it. I forget that I even had the intention to be mindful, you know. So it's like our minds are doing what they're doing, but we can make some intentions around some accessible ways of the, to connect with those transitions, sitting at a stoplight, waiting in line at the grocery store, things like that. One other thing, and then I'll finish, is at night um, when you lay down, it's, it's such a nice, it can be such a nice time to do a little metta practice for yourself or for others or just to feel the, you know, to feel the, the bed, the sheets on you, just to bring, you know, take, direct your mind away from thinking. Actually consciously do it. It, it really helps. It really helps a lot because often when we lay down, we, you know, the mind is reviewing. So you might review a little bit, but then, you know, use that discipline to, like, move away from just following thought. And, you, you know, five minutes, ten minutes, maybe longer if you struggle with sleep. It might be longer. Same with waking up in the morning. It could be take two minutes. You just take, just like feel the body. Just feel a connection with the body. And then perhaps a little loving kindness. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm alive. You know, whew. What is this? I don't even know what day it is. You know, just, just mm, may I be at ease. May, may this day go easefully. May all beings be at ease. I mean, I don't know. How long did that take? 30 seconds. You know, you can bring that into your your daily life, no matter how busy your life is. And it's quite it's quite helpful. That's a question about transition. I just wonder if you can speak a bit just to the more, like, immediate transition just from going from silence into, like, the the lunch with speech, I always want oh, to be that's a, a good question. Well, transition. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I want to be with, I want to stay yeah. with the community. I yes, thank you so much for that yeah, question, Robin. Question. That's yeah. really great. Um, so yeah. Missy, please, do you want to speak to yeah. it? Sure. Yeah, uh, it, it is, because um, 
it can feel overwhelming, you know, like all of a sudden we're in this buzz, and uh, and it can feel like sometimes I, I remember feeling like this, my body felt like it was just vibrating. Um, so uh, just be aware that you know we have these uh, we have a lot of conventions and compulsions around speaking, and there can be silences. You know, there can be pauses, there can be, we can keep our voices gentle, we can connect, you know, um, uh, we can just feel the body, you know, as, as uh, Jean was just saying, to, to, uh, to not feel that you have to just jettison all the, you know, kind of mindful practices we've been doing about maybe slowing down and um, and taking your food mindfully and being present to your food but also being present to other people and um, you know maybe connecting with one or two people uh, we're not going to connect with everybody um, and uh, just uh, enjoying that person listening to them being interested in them, um, yeah, just and 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 if you and if you need to, uh, if it feels like oh this is, this feels like it's just, um, kind of, uh, jet boating away, you know this, uh, it's just it. Just say, you know, I, I, mm. I'm just gonna stop and breathe for a minute mm-hmm. because I'm feeling, I'm feeling a little overloaded. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot, you know. So, so we we can say that, especially here. Uh, yeah. And and you know, what we've learned about wise speech, uh, we don't have to fill all the silences. Speech, you know. What the Buddha taught about speech, wise speech, is it's kind, it's true, it's, it's not just, you know, idle speech, like filling all the spaces with words. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it's, it's timely, so, you know, maybe mm-hmm. that doesn't pertain so much to here, but, but uh, sometimes... You know what I, I did want to talk a little bit about about relationships in daily life, so you know maybe I'll move into that and one uh, quick thing I would add, just everything that you said is just shift in body posture. Just sometimes when we're in conversation, we're like this, just shift your posture. So take time to really reconnect your body, and might even need to shift back a little bit or stand up. I might say to someone, I just need to stand right now because this is an opportunity to practice that. So, so we are um, moving back into our homes and our daily lives, and a lot of that is relationships. Uh, and that's what we've been thinking about and, and talking about. <clears throat> One of the things that we, something very important that we discover in, uh, in meditation is 
that perhaps the way that we think about ourselves um, may be uh, quite, or the way that we may have an insight that the way that we th we have been thinking about ourselves is much more um, kind of formed and uh, identified with certain um, roles or certain a certain way of being than actually we experience once we tune in to actually what's happening. And when we meditate, we see that our thoughts, our feelings, our state, states of mind are in so much flux <coughs> and they change from, from hour to hour, moment to moment, you know, uh, sometimes people talked about how um, you know the first day was so difficult and and all kinds of things were coming up and then at some point it shifted and there was more ease and and so on and and so so that that person that entered into the retreat is not a kind of a, something solid or permanent. It's that person is a kind of a flow of experience and a flow of, uh, of change, really. And so in our meditation, we become intimate within ourselves to that, to what is coming up, what is present in the moment. And, you know, we, we've used the word, expressions like, you know, grounding ourselves in the body and, and coming home to ourselves and being present. So th these are ways of expressing this, this quality of inner awareness, inner presence, in, inner intimacy. And, and, this, and this helps us in our relationships with others, first of all, to, to be honest and authentic. Um, to be to come from a space of presence, and also to remember that that person also is a flow of change. That person also is uh, unfolding, evolving, um, maybe maybe experiencing sadness on a particular day maybe experience confidence, you know, in the next day or the next moment. And so, um, so that, that dance that we have in our, especially in our closest relationships, um, you know, our, our, our partners, our friends, our, our children, our parents, um, that, that dance of, of intimacy is something that uh, is a practice. Again, that word practice, it, 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 it requires attunement, it requires mindfulness, it requires um, an open heart, it requires honesty, uh, both with ourselves and the other. Um, not seeing the other as some kind of, oh, that's how they are. Uh, there's a story that I, I've told many, many times um, I don't know if any of you have heard it, 
But I, I, I did some practice with Joanna Macy, um, and I did you know a number of her workshops, and um, and she told this story once about when she was um, uh, she, she was in a relationship with this man uh, who became her husband. Uh, his name is Fran, and um, and. Uh, they decided that they were going to get married. And so they went to a friend who also happened to be a minister. And, um, and the minister said to them, um, you know, and they, they, they asked if, if uh, the minister would marry them, would perform the, the marriage. And, uh, and this person said to them, um, gladly, and I want to give you a blessing right now on your relationship. And the blessing was, may you always be strangers to one another. Mm-hmm. Which kind of, you know, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and 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 you, when you think about it, it's yeah. Don't assume that you know that person. Who is that person in this moment? Um, who am I in this moment? You know, I remember uh, this, that discovery, like, you know, I don't know who I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm always emerging. I'm always something new. I'm always, uh, I surprise myself all the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and let ourselves be surprised by ourselves and also by our, our um, uh, the people that we're in relationship with. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, and um, and one of the things that I, it's kind of uh, just a, a little add-on to what Jean was saying about transitions. You know, one of the things I noticed that we were doing during this retreat is that there were kind of breaks like it, it was a little different from the structure of a different re- uh, of a usual retreat um, like not not always there was there were a lot but it wasn't always like these structured blocks of time where you go from one thing to another sometimes there were just little transitions and we built in sitting times you know so let's sit for 10 minutes before as we go from one thing to another and I and I've been actually talking to people uh, that I that I mentor um, as a teacher, and sometimes they say oh, I don't have time to sit very often, and encouraging them to just take five minutes, like when you arrive at work or when you arrive home from work. You know, can you sit and just breathe for? Five minutes, yeah. or you know, or when you get in the car, you know, before you turn on the ignition, can you sit and just feel yourself sitting? Close your eyes and take a few breaths. And Thich Nhat Hanh was very wonderful at, you know, weaving, just feeling the breath and coming to presence in the body, into daily life. You know, he said, when the phone rings, let it be a mindfulness bell. And take 
take a breath before you answer it. Um, so, so this weaving of practice into into daily life, I think, is just so important. Coming home to the body, you know, we have this home, and it's always there for us. So I, um, I want to end this, this part by reading a poem. Um, the, the, the geese have been very present in our retreat. Uh, we've been hearing their, their calls as they're, they're, coming, they're coming back home. Uh, or maybe they're going to their home, which is further north. And um, I thought of Mary Oliver's poem, Wild Geese. Um, Mary Oliver is a a very beloved American poet. She just died a few months ago. Um, And she's uh, very much nature uh, was her teacher. And uh, and she also had a a deep faith. So, um, So this is Wild Geese by Mary Oliver. You do not have to be good You do not have to walk on your knees for a hundred miles through the desert, repenting. You only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. Tell me about despair, yours, and I will tell you mine. Meanwhile, the world goes on. Meanwhile, the sun and the clear pebbles of the rain are moving across the landscapes, across the prairies and the deep trees, the mountains and the rivers. Meanwhile, the wild geese high in the clean blue air are heading home again. Whoever you are, no matter how lonely, The world offers itself to your imagination, calls to you like the wild geese, harsh and exciting, over and over, announcing your place in the family of things. Whoever you are, no matter how lonely, the world offers itself to your imagination calls to you like the wild geese, harsh and exciting, over and over, announcing your place in the family of things.